0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Dismount Podcast. In the midst of our election going on right now, currently, there's something else that's actually on my mind related to, but a little different, and that's the Biden sons. I want to talk about their military service. Let's go. As always, a big shout-out to the brother, Santi, for that amazing rift. I love it. I'm using it. I'm digging it. Guys, welcome to the Dismount. As I said before, uh, I'm going to be talking about the Biden sons. In the midst of our election, of course, that's just how I do it. I'm always thinking about other shit and how it relates to the military community and veterans. And it kind of sparked my, my interest. Now, just before I get started, I'm not for or against any political side. That's not kinda of what the conversation is about. My interest is purely on those who serve. And those who serve come from an array of different backgrounds. We all know this. Those who have served, we've we've met so many people from so many different places, so so many diversities, so many families, uh rich and poor, left and right, all that stuff. So that's kind of the angle that I'm working on here. I had another podcast I'm gonna be doing uh before this, but this one just made sense Again, in the midst of uh, our election, whether they're calling one or the other, not my concern right now. It's very important to keep your eyes out on So what I wanted to do was kind of gloss over what I can find. And and this is just do your own homework, of course. This is what I found readily available on the internet about the two sons. I'm going to present it to you guys uh, from from what I can find. And then I'm just going to give you kind of my own impression of it. And uh, hopefully it sparks some, some kind of thought. And the, the intention of this is to get you, uh, those who either served or know someone who served, to get you to remember that those who go into military service, regardless of family that they come from, still deal with some things that we can all relate to and some challenges we all can Some just happen to be in the, the public's eye a little bit more, so that agitates a lot of things. That's my impression again. So let's jump into um, the late Beau Biden. Okay, the, uh, the articles that I'll be using, I will do my best to uh, catalog them on our Facebook page at Dismount, so if you want to check that out later on. Um, this one is actually titled, How Joe Biden is Making Sure His Late Son Beau is With Him on the Campaign Trail. Um, it's dated a little later, of course, uh, October 21st, 2020, it's by Catherine J. Ego, hopefully I and uh, Bianca Rodriguez, hopefully I don't butcher people's names It's from uh, MaryClaire.com Under politics Okay, so let's jump into that and Get an idea of the late Bo Biden um, He's. I'm going to skim over it as best I can Because I don't want to just drone out uh, I'm going to try to hit just some of the, the key points Okay, so obviously uh, from, from what I gather and what I've heard before Joe Biden's is very, very proud Of his, his beloved son Bo Biden is how they, they introduce him. Uh, he served as Attorney General of Delaware and is survived by his wife, Haley, and children, Natalie and Hunter, which I think is actually a beautiful thing. That I, My impression is he named one of his childs after his brother. That's really cool. Uh, passing away from brain cancer in 2015. At the time of his death, Beau was 46. Um, so there's, there's a, a tragic end to uh this individual who who served our country who comes from a well-known uh political family um he, for whatever reason they they chose to serve and that's the part that really fascinates me i can't obviously um tap into the mind of of somebody who's no longer with us but just to get a sense of uh what that was it's um it's just it's just a tragic life I don't care what your impression is about the family or the the parents, that, uh, or or whatever's going on on the political side. That there's still somebody who, for whatever motive, chose to raise her hand and, and serve our country is, is kind of the intention that I'm getting at. Um, so he comes from you know the family of a of a senator, former VP, uh, a presidential candidate, and whichever way it swings could be the next president, right? So there's there's a lot of stress a lot of uh almost like a, a a mandatory sense of of serving your country in in some capacity in in the public center you know uh it it says that Bue and hunter were were very close right they went to some of the same academies some of the same catholic schools um as their father uh Bugh, Bugh was called the sheriff among friends so you get kind of a little sense of of his personality the the possibility of the, what type of person that was or, or who who the the late Butte was and i thought that was kind of fascinating um i tend to pick up like a weird accent every once in a while as i read things so it's it's kind of strange so here's here's a little tidbit of it um okay he was elected student body president with Hunter's help at school, who helped pass campaign flyers around. Uh, Dad knew that it was Bue that... Well, okay, we'll skip that part, because obviously some of it's a little jumbled for me. Um, after college, Bue served in the military and won a bronze star, which is, which is pretty high. That's, uh, that's awesome stuff. Uh, while serving as attorney general of Delaware... Bue announced that he would run for governor in 2016 until his diagnosis cut cut his political career short. Uh, in 2010, Bu had suffered a small stroke, and in 2013, he had a lesion removed from his brain, underwent surgery, chemotherapy, and radi- radiation to treat the cancer. But in 2015, sadly, he lost that fight. Um, and I can only imagine the... Hardship and the the distraught that hit that family, especially you know, li- leaving a a wife and and children. It's uh, it's a struggle. To me, I wish more people would know about our service members, and that that to me includes, uh you know, sons and daughters of politicians or or you know, anybody in in the in the public service, because it it fascinates me. That when you join the military, you essentially wash away and start new from whoever you were before right you you come in you're you're usually humbled very very quickly and uh, and you raise your hand to serve um, whatever motives you have for it, it's just it is what it is but you you share something that others can relate to. Um, it wasn't something that I could find a lot of information uh quickly enough to tell you guys a little bit more about bu's service in in the military um but it's just something that that reminds me that for many of us that that can happen, and that's that's because most of us don't come from a family that is well known in in general public, and a a lot of that chunk of our life tends to kind of disappear if no one's there to carry on that story. If no one's there to pass on who who we are and who we were or, or what made us today because of our time in service, I, I can I can only imagine the the stories and the the camaraderie that Bu Biden had made. Uh, maybe he didn't have a chance to to share with his family or friends or anything else or there's there's others who he interacted with that that could say oh dude i i joined the service and i happened to have a chance to serve alongside a politician's son or or you know someone from that stature that was there boots on ground doing doing stuff with joe's you know so i got my co- my second coffee going um, that to me is what, what sparks my attention on the biden sons i want to know more you know i want uh, outside of whatever else is going on right now that to me fascinates me because i can reflect on that individual someone who has served and the dynamics and the the, the social contracts that they are obligated to perform in and the tragedies that kind of happen like do we celebrate or memorialize an individual of that stature for their service as much or more than someone else who who donned the, the same uniform or or do we do we still see that individual as as a fellow service member like that's that's kind of what gets my attention like how do we do that you know, there's many of us who have served before, and I know it's it's kind of common knowledge that on occasion we we feel a little bit like oh, that's only only middle class and lower class tend to go serve. You know, there's there's all the speculation, there's all these stereotypes, right? So it's it's very rare for us to hear about individuals who served who come from well-to-do families. I've mentioned this before on on Instagram Live when when I kind of primed the pump on talking about Biden sons. So I ran into an array of different individuals from, from different families. I mean, it's just amazing. I I legitimately ran into a rocket scientist. I'll never forget the, the the individual's Sweetheart of a guy, very smart, couldn't tie his boots for shit. But he was there, and he was proud of you, serving you. So many people you meet in service have their own – values and their own reasons for serving and it it fascinates me i never had the chance to really run into somebody who came came from a well-to-do family um or or a political family for for that matter it's it's something like you can do so many other things why do you do it why why did you want to do it like what was your what was your motive behind it i i'm just completely fascinated by it so moving on though i wanted to actually jump to a different one, and you know, take it as it is. It's from foxnews.com. It's uh, it's titled "Handful of Lawmakers Send Their Kids to War." It's by Kelly Bukar V. Because I'm not gonna butcher the last name. I'm trying not to make this super lengthy. I want to give you guys something to think about. Um, and and the core version is is uh, I want you guys to think about those who serve, who have served, and what they're doing, what they were doing before, what Maybe went through their minds while they were served, and what they're doing after. Because I think it's important to see what service members are doing after the military, regardless of family, right? Regardless of of potential or or anything else. It's um, it's fascinating to me to see what's possible. Because a lot of them still struggle. Even if you have a silver spoon, so to speak, you you still struggle after after service to reintegrate yourself into society. And I'm going to get into this right now. Um, Washington for us rep, Marilyn Musgrave. Um, it looks like Republican Colorado. Her vote to support the troops was also a vote to support her son. Uh, the mother of a sailor currently serving on the U S on a Navy submarine tender in the Mediterranean. Um, I don't have a date for you. Oh, here we go. Last update. Okay, published. March twenty eighth, two thousand three. Last updated May twenty first, two thousand fifteen. I don't know why they do that. I won't get into that. No, I'm just kinda of using this as a reference. I'll give you a little little snippet. I am anxious at times, she said for her twenty two year old John. Son John. An E five in the Navy. But I have to say it's not just for my son, but for all the mothers. Uh these are kids at the prime of their lives, and they're going to get in to get a mass murder of people who will do anything at all to win. Um, I don't know if I read that 100% correctly, but that's why I'm going to share the link for you guys. Kind of be like, what the fuck did he say? Uh, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. Army Sergeant Brooks Johnson, 31, son of Senator Tim Johnson, D.C., uh, S.C., Democrat, South Carolina, I'm guessing, stationed in Kuwait with the 101st Airborne Division, two members of which were killed in a deadly grenade attack by other U.S. soldiers March 22nd. Uh, that's kind of interesting. There's a lot of weird, weird stuff going here. I'm just trying to get a, a sense of how many come from family. There's There's a couple that they list. I won't get into too many of it. There's um, There's a few of them. I'll let you guys go ahead and do that. I was actually kind of hoping for some stats, but let's see. Let's see if they're. Uh, let's see. Uh, and here's here's a little tidbit that kind of gets that that stereotype of uh, only only those who are not privileged enough usually serve in the military. Um, see, here we go. Sorry for the delay on that little little. T- I was I was scrolling through and I have like this really shitty Sony Vial that's on its last leg. Um, okay, during the Vietnam War, in which fifty-eight thousand American lives were lost, anti-war protest- protesters made much of the fact that one hundred and eighteen out of two hundred thirty-four House members and senators' sons, eligible for the draft, took college deferments. To avoid service those those little tidbits and stuff are what kind of would make other people uh maybe a little upset a little angry this is during vietnam war and obviously the united states have had many conflicts and you know some people are for some people against and that's just the the dynamics of our country and the reason i'm bringing this up is kind of tie that into the biden sons in their service uh, continuing on with the article that or Fox News, former Vice President Al Gore, son of the late Senator Al Gore Sr., was the only senator's son to participate in active duty in Vietnam throughout the eight-year war. Twenty-seven sons of House members also served in Vietnam. Now that that number doesn't seem like a lot, but to me, one out of you know a handful of individuals who who raise their hand. I know we don't have the draft anymore, but that's that to me still still holds a lot of value i don't again, I don't care where you're coming from if you still raise your hand, put in the uniform, and wrote your wrote your name down to serve in some capacity, you did something that a lot of people don't don't have to nowadays you just don't it's a voluntary uh military service we're not in a, a country that has a conscript or, or mandatory four years. Continuing on with the little section that I was reading, Today, there is no draft. The numbers are even lower, indicating that military service is no longer a badge of honor for the political elite or encouraged for their children, said Zillman. That is just kind of following up that last paragraph that I wrote. Nonetheless, though the minority, Musgrave said her role as a mother of a sailor has brought her service in Congress into focus. I think that's actually pretty fascinating. I really do. I wonder, um, and I can't speak for individuals I don't know, or or have never heard personally, um, their their impressions of military service or their family members' of military service, like the like the Biden family. I don't know. I can't speak on it. I'm not actually going to go go look into it at the moment. I just want to spark a conversation. Want to spark uh, thoughts about that. Do Do you think that that um, public service or those who who serve in a political sense having family members serve do you think they that makes them more or less capable of serving the United States or their country uh, more effectively are they more cognizant of some of the impacts of their choices and their their votes and their support for certain things that impact our country you know is, is that something you think as as an individual do you think that has a, a lasting impact on them. You, you've got in the end of the day, those are still, you know, for those who have children, they're, they're still mothers and fathers. They're, they're serving in, in a public service capacity. And if they have a service member in their family, I I, I wonder, does, does that something that they take for granted? Is that something that challenges them to do better be more active? Right. It's, it's a fascinating thing to think about. Um, there wasn't a lot that I can pull from that, and my my first impression on that. There's a couple other people on here listed. Um, it's it's a fascinating thing. I'll keep going. That's that. Let's let's switch gears a little bit and just go to some quick things that I found on Hunter Biden, because I like I said I want this this episode about the Biden sons just to spark the thought or curiosity about the service member in general, right? Uh, in, the end, in the end of the day, yes, they're, they're Biden sons. Yes. They come from a well-to-do family. They come from a political family. They've got, they've got a big long history that makes them kind of a, an easy target to pick on when they make mistakes or, or things kind of um, spiral out of control. I know there's a lot of drama and a lot of indictments trying to go in there's a lot of legal stuff there's there's all kinds of accusations on this family i get it that's not my concern it's above my pay grade uh my my interest is more these are two individuals who who served and i know what happens to individuals who serve who ha- may have some vices or may have picked up some vices unfortunately and struggle to reintegrate into society these these two had to reintegrate back into the public service, back into the public eye and and back into a, a, a family that holds a lot of weight in that last name. And and me personally, I struggle just reintegrating back into my family. Um, and that's hard enough alone as it is. Having to do that with the public eye is just, you know, I have my own vices. I have my own struggles. I have my own dark times. Imagine being in an environment where the whole world is watching you. Where, where the the stress and pressure to perform and, and be a certain type of individual while dealing with whatever demons you might have or might not have, I don't know. I, mean, I can't speak for that. So moving forward, I always get this name wrong. Hopefully I say it right. Reuters.com is where I'm, I'm kind of grabbing something. October 1st, 2020, a little more current, right? Um, it's titled, Fact Check, Hunter Biden's Military Discharge was Administrative, not dishonorable. So I'll get into that and then I'll follow up with the uh, military discharges thing just to kind of cap everything off. Uh, claims to be an eight minute read. I'm kind of a slow as shit. It's uh, updated October 6th 2020 adding paragraph 13 to further explain types of military discharges. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not going to read that. I'm actually going to go to a different source for that right there. So it shows uh, a picture with U.S. Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden attending. An NCAA basketball game between Georgetown University and Duke University in Washington, U.S. Uh, January 30th, 2010. And it's got all the uh, references right there if you want to. Let's see. Post on Facebook following the first 2020 pres- pres- presidential debate says Hunter Biden, the second and only surviving son of Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden, received a dishonorable discharge from the U.S. Navy. He did not receive a dishonorable discharge, is the claim. Hunter Biden, who has dealt with substance abuse issues, was handed a less severe administrative discharge after failing a drug test for cocaine. This is what caught my attention. Okay? I've known, I'm sure other people who have served has, have known individuals who have struggled with some kind of substance abuse, whether that was something that wasn't caught before they went into the military or they were teetering on it or they come from a family background or whatever it is that happens, you know, everyone's term of service or military service is a little different. So we can't speak on the individual without firsthand accounts. Everything's secondhand hearsay as far as I'm concerned. So whatever happened to Hunter Biden during his time in the U S Navy, I can't speak on it. I I haven't dug deep enough to really tell you guys my impression on things but i know that that happens okay he is not the first and only person who has served who has popped hot on a drug test for cocaine that's just not the reality of it there are there are vices that we end up uh coming into contact because the things that we see the things that we do the nature of that that job right that career field just like anybody else anywhere else there's a high probability that someone is going to end up Self-medicating for one one reason or another, we're only fucking human, right? And Hunter Biden's only human. Granted, and I want to make this very clear, I'm not telling you guys about the Biden sons, or or specifically right now Hunter Biden, as a uh, a, a reasoning or justification or excuse for anything that he's done, claimed to have been done, or uh, the allegations have done of of all the other things that were going on. I know that there's talk about a, a laptop, and you know. Um, other things with with outside agencies, with with uh, countries that may want to do harm to the U.S., with allegations of, of underage, all kinds of drugs. I get it. I understand that that is not for me to judge. I can't judge. Okay. All I can do right now is is look at it from the the lens of I'm looking at another service member. All right. Regardless how long it, Hunter Biden was in the U.S. Navy, he was in the U.S. Navy. To me, that's enough for me to to look at him as an example, you know, what happened that went right, what happened that, that didn't go so well? What can we learn from an individual who comes from such a family who still served and is, and is, is also also struggling to reintegrate back into society, you know with, with the additional stressors of being in the public eye. That's what I want to get people to think about, because we can't say we got to do better for our military members, our service members, and our veterans. And then exclude those who come from different families, because to me, that's biased. You know, we should be able to try to address the challenges of the military member, the service member, the veteran coming back into society, regardless of what status they hold, what position or they hold in life. You know, uh, silver spoon or not, well-to-do family or not, there are still vices, crutches, demons, struggles that all of us who have donned that uniform at one time or another still deal with i i think personally outside of all the allegations and everything else and again i don't say this to justify anything or say that actions behaviors are forgiven or correct or that i just i i identify it because that is just another layer that all of us have the potential to fall through i i know other guys who who don't come from a great family who have dealt with you know popping hot for cocaine and losing their military service. Granted, a lot of them did get discharged uh, dishonorably. A lot of times, that's it. It doesn't It doesn't matter. In this case, it kind of gives me the sense that it does matter what family you came from getting a less severe administrative discharge. Because I've known people close to me, if they were discharged with an administrative and they don't have that tainted, dishonorable discharge, they could still be doing a little bit more in life. It does does kind of cripple the ability for that service member when they get that veteran to get out to, to get benefits, to 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 you know, find assistance to to continue in a career path, to, to be able to sustain themselves. It's it's a a big blow to that individual. They they no longer have their military service, right? They no longer have all that. And if they're on top of that, if they're dealing with substance abuse or alcohol abuse or, or violence or, or any other kind of vice or crutch or, or, struggle that they have for whatever reason, when they get out, it's that much harder for them to, you know, find a way to survive, to stay off the streets, to to not fall into that dark spiral of hitting rock bottom over and over and over again, you know. And Hunter Biden is is one of those that may have gotten lucky on the administrative side, may have gotten lucky on dodging a dishonorable discharge, most likely due to the weight. Of, of his family and, and that kind of tainting the family name, but still at the end of the day, this guy still struggles. At the end of the day, this guy's still human and he he's, he's might have been set up for failure but also has, has made potentially choices that just have not done him any, any better for, for his successful transition into the civilian community uh, or, or back into the civilian world even if it's a political realm I know that's not you know common, but here's an individual who who is going to struggle with a lot of things and again I I, I feel a sense of of commonality in just sharing that military service um, I've shared military service you know with with some great individuals, some amazing individuals and we have some that aren't so great we have some that, that don't really uphold that the core values and and do uh, honor and justice to to wearing the uniform. But at the end of the day, we're all fucking human. At the end of the day, if we have all served, uh, we don't know what dynamics, home dynamics has has caught this. We we have no idea. So I, I for one can't judge. I can't. I hope that if someone has done something wrong, and they continue to do something wrong, there is there is a, a point where. The individual has to take responsibility and justice needs to be found for certain things like that. Uh, but I'm not the one that's doing that. That's not my call. That's for those put in place to um, make those calls and and make sure things are uh, done correctly. Um, I, it's, I'm fascinated by the administrative discharge because I, I know I have, again, I've had some close people to me who have lost their, their military service due to popping a hot... I've had others... <laughs> Who happen to have a command who was like, ah, oh, yeah, I know you're struggling. I know this is kind of the only thing keeping you uh, on your two feet, and they do a dismin administrative action, but they allow them to stay in, and they get them help. You know, there, there's a difference in leadership. They get them help for these devices, and they they look at them as I am responsible for this individual, and I hope that there are more leadership out there that do that. I don't know what the the Biden family does to get Hunter Biden any kind of help or whatever else or if his standing um, in his family is a detriment and agitates, you know, some of these vices that he has and and kind of puts him in environments that encourages certain behaviors. I don't know. I don't know. I can't speak for that. All I know is. I can relate to how hard it is coming out of the military and continuing with life as if it didn't if it didn't stop that is a whole new level for me but i can understand at the core of it that's what i understand so let me let me go ahead and and tap off with a quick article from military types of military discharges just to get kind of like a different range of of articles and stuff to, to feed from so different type of charges there are many different types of military discharges. Contrary to the popular belief, there are not only the two most well-known discharges, which are characterized as honorable and dishonorable. Uh, there are many more. And it's it's kind of interesting, even for someone who's, who has served. A lot of us don't pay attention to the other ones. Uh, it's usually, for the most part, honorable and dishonorable. So continuing forward, some military discharges are punitive Others are administrative, so punitive is kind of like a punishment, right? Administrative is like a like a slap on the hand, more for paperwork, right there. Some are related to medical conditions. Some are for the convenience of the government. Um, knowing the nature of a specific discharge can help a veteran or a family member better understand what VA benefits and other options are open to the veteran who was discharged without the honorable. Di- designation. Now, I'm glad it says that because that kind of ties into my curiosity of Hunter Biden and the administrative over the dishonorable because those who know the impact of your discharge does impact your benefits and some of the things and services and stuff that you have access to. Again, regardless of family, well-to-do and all that stuff, sometimes it's, it's who you know and, and how you navigate that whole thing. So hopefully this is something more people will try to fight and, and look into. It is very important to remember that several of these discharges are purely procedural and do not reflect poorly on the veteran. But where the military discharge is punitive, the phrasing of that discharge is usually a very good indication, keep that in mind, indication of that, especially in the case of those characterized as dishonorable. Now, uh, I've known people who got a disarmed discharge for getting drunk and getting in a fight. Well, it's kind of counterproductive to it because it—that's something that's actually very common in any military service. There's there's bound to be someone who's going to get drunk and get in a fight. Is it becoming of a, a of a service member? Of course, of course. A lot of times that's handled in house. It's handled um, through legal in that branch of service, whatever else, and it's on the the judgment of leadership to decide if it was severe enough to discharge individual or if there's some kind of corrective action or training or whatnot or or assistance to address the core issue of that, that person and that behavior. Who knows? Who knows? Case by case, right? So this article gives us a list of military discharges, honorable discharge, general discharge under honorable conditions, which is actually fairly common, other than honorable discharge, OTH. And those of you who've served, check check your uh, DD214, see what it says. There's a code. If you're not sure, I mean, talk to a recruiter or whatever else. They'll probably give you a good idea of what that code means. Uh, bad conduct discharge issued by a special court-martial or general court-martial. Dishonorable discharge. There's a different weight in in those two. Entry-level separation, medical separation, separation for convenience of the government. Those are very very interesting. Uh, I don't know how much detail this will go into. But let's see what it can do. Uh, The various branches of the U.S. military have many terms for these discharges that are unique to that service, whether used formally or informally. Uh, In the the U.S. Air Force, for example, the administrative separation process for military discharges that do not require a court-martial is sometimes referred to shorthand style as an admin sep or admin separation. Uh, some may refer to entry level separation as basic training separation or basic training discharge. I've known only a few people who have had Um that entry level separation. It's something that for for a number of reasons during basic training um that they were separated for the military service and could no longer continue. It could be a health related thing, it could be all kinds of different things. Um it's again it's just a case by case. Military discharge is explained For those of you who don't know, honorable discharge, this is the highest discharge a military member can receive. It indicates the service member performed duties well, faithfully, executed the mission, and was an asset to the branch of the military where the member served. I'm going to kind of skip through and see if I can't find the administrative type. I don't know if I'll find it in here, but let's hope we can find something. Um. Here's one, maybe I'll add this in. Uh, Military discharge requirements for VA benefits. Certain VA benefits and other perks of military service require certain types of military discharges. You may see generic statements, such as a requirement that a discharge be anything other than dishonorable, or any military discharge not categorized as a putative discharge in some cases. That's very important, I think, for all of us to remember that... Um, and this is kind of why it ties for me into Hunter Biden and all that other stuff. There's 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 a definite change in what potential a a, a veteran or a service member has um, when they get out, depending on how they were discharged. It's it's kind of kind of wild. It affects education benefits, home loan benefits, insurance, retirement benefits. There's there's a lot of different things. Uh, What can veterans do about military discharge not characterized as honorable? That seems fair enough to add into this whole conversation. Why not? Military discharge, a veteran left the service with does not necessarily have to follow them around for life thanks to an official military process known as the Discharge Review Board, or DRB. I'll say it again, Discharge Review Board. Hopefully someone out there who doesn't know about that takes that and it, it helps them kind of um improve their chances of of getting benefits they were kind of barred from because of their discharge hopefully that helps you guys uh, each branch of military service conducts such boards which require the veteran to complete compile evidence document reasons why the military discharge should be upgraded and submit an application package to the review board i would not be shocked if someone out there is like hey i know i got a dishonorable discharge based off popping hot on a drug test but here's my evidence Hunter Biden got administrative let's see what you can do about it I know I'm laughing it might not be funny for some people but I mean you gotta find humor in it Uh, there is no automatic upgrade provisions available for military discharge regardless of circumstances the service member is required to state his or her case for the upgrade and justify it as with everything in the military if you can't prove it it never fucking happened. So always be cognizant of that. If you have family members, you know they're going to struggle to try to find... I know I struggle trying to find my own shit. It's stressful and you just say, fuck it and I don't want to do it. But we should. We should do it. Um, What else you got? Depending on the branch of military service, there may be time limits imposed on the application process for DRB discharge review. The veteran may require to apply before a certain time frame. That is one thing that stresses the shit out of me. There are so many things that have a time limit, and we're not always told about it. We're never—we're we're rarely ever told, hey, besides getting your resume squared away, besides getting yourself set up to transition into your preferred career field when you get in the military, there are all these other ducks that you got to get in a row that are going to fuck you later on down the line because you... Didn't fucking know. Okay. GI Bill. Um, it's uh, all, kinds, all kinds of things. Any kind of. Uh, you know. Benefits that you would get for your family. For your children. For anything in in, in the future. There's, there's so many things. Uh, that we. Don't. Fully comprehend. And that transition. And I'll tell you why this kind of ties into this whole thing. That transition. For a lot of us. Depending on. On whatever reason we left the military were separated for our military service we're not in the right mindset to address those things and out of curiosity i wonder i wonder what mindset the biden sons the late and, and hunter were in when they when they left their service for whatever reason whether it was honorable to move on to something else or or not like i there there are so many factors that we all deal with and these two are are two very different examples from a family that we are all very much aware of and and have kind of in our face right now with with mainstream media and everything else i know we're all talking about the 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 race to see who's the next president we're on the cusp of it right now as as the time of this recording so I don't know. I don't have an answer for you guys. Um, but in the midst of all that stuff, I I found myself kind of digging into the Biden family a little bit more. Oh, what happened to you? Um He served in the same uh, branch that I did. Uh, what happened to uh, Hunter? He served in, in a branch that I personally have people close to me who served and something similar happened something similar happened where they got discharged from service because of a substance abuse uh, issue um, and they got a different type of discharge again this is just hearsay cuz i don't i haven't dug deep enough to find out is it really a dishonorable discharge for hunter biden is it what they're claiming uh administrative what was the reason for that did the family name that weight of that that family the Biden name did that have any impact on that? And and what of those who don't come from a family like that? You know, those are things that come to my mind. So in the midst of uh, a presidential election, uh, with so many things, you know, on the cusp of that, I still find myself searching for better understanding. Of, the, of my fellow service members and veterans who, who come out of service and struggle and meet challenges of day-to-day life, of coming back out of the military and into a civilian environment and, and these are two examples of individuals who did that transition just like the rest of us with different elements involved in that, with, with the public eye of all that, with with the stress and requirements to to be a certain type of individual, to uphold a certain standard, family standard, um, I couldn't I couldn't do that personally. I I don't think I'd be here today if I had to deal with the years of stuff that I've dealt with, with even with the support channel that I've had, even even with the family members that have been there, the the people who will hold close, who have helped me through those dark times. You add a, a whole nother layer of political service, of uh, public service, of being in the public eye, on top of all the shit that I would have to deal with, uh, the top of all the shit that us who have served, who've gone out, have had to deal with, add another layer. Ask yourself, could you do it? Could your family do it? There's 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 more families who have had to deal with the passing of a loved one, uh, whether it's connected to military military service or not, um, whose, whose life was cut short. Uh, there's, there's a lot of other challenges, you know, just, just because we come from different families or backgrounds doesn't mean we don't all are, are plagued by certain things that are very common in our realm, right? In our community. Um, hopefully if nothing else this caught your attention and you know maybe you don't care to to learn a little bit more about the biden sons bue or hunter and their military service maybe you maybe you don't see it the same way i do but maybe just maybe you look at it and you are reminded of somebody else that's close to you or or somebody else who is also in the public eye that you know of that served and sparks a sense of curiosity to look into maybe their their service and their background maybe some of their their achievements or some of their struggles and in in some odd indirect way that helps you reflect on whatever challenges you're going through whatever successes you're going through to include your family to include a family member who who is watching their family member who served and watching them either succeed or struggle and give some kind of hope or insight or just the the want to understand better or, or be there for them better or just be patient. Because in the day, honestly, when we deal with a lot of these things, um, patience is probably the, the one thing that we run out of fairly fairly quickly and it's really hard. So I don't know if you liked it, you got to this far, I appreciate it. If you think it was crap, uh that's quite all right. Um uh, I just wanted to share something with you guys that was probably a little little fur like a possible stretch, but to me there was still relation to the veteran community. To me there was still a relation to uh military service and those challenges that we are all too well familiar with. Um, coming back out it was pretty interesting uh, thank you guys for being here if you haven't caught all the episodes there's a couple more um, we're on Anchor FM we're on uh, Apple Podcast, we're on Spotify we're on a bunch of different places and as, as it stands right now it's just, it's just me just an army vet it's a guy who has a lot to share a lot to speak about uh, a lot of it's healing for me. A lot of it, I get a lot of it out of it for myself. Uh, and maybe, just maybe, if I can impact one person out there and help them by by what I'm doing, then I've done more than I set out to be, be doing. So catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, I'll do my best. I'm working on that. You guys have a good one, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. I'm out.